This is the Equip Podcast from Cornerstone Church of Ames, a podcast designed to help you live a gospel-fueled and faithful life wherever Jesus has called you. Well, welcome again to the Equip Podcast from Cornerstone Church, and welcome to a unique end-of-year sort of Equip Podcast. This is the last of our podcasts that we'll be putting out for this year, 2022. And so, in talking with Allie Ford, my assistant at Cornerstone, and one of the folks who helps to get this podcast out to all of you, we were trying to come up with a kind of unique podcast for this week, and here's what we settled on. And I think you'll enjoy it. I hope you will. It's designed to be a fun podcast, but I promise there are nuggets of gold inside of this fun podcast. If you have been, um, if you're a child of the 80s like me or grew up through the 80s and 90s, you are undoubtedly familiar with the uh, media mogul Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah, at the end of the year, famously used to, on her uh, show, do this show called Oprah's Favorite Things. And now I think, I don't know if she does a show on this, I think she just puts all of it on Amazon and probably earns, you know, affiliate profits or something like that. But her favorite things of the year, she would literally have the things that she enjoyed the most. And, you know, the, the fun of this on the Oprah show was she would like stick them underneath people's seats, you know, so they're getting bathrobes and gourmet coffee makers and all this sort of stuff from Oprah. Oprah's favorite things. Well, this is like a random list of some of my favorite things. And the thought I have in my head is this. One, it's a small sampling of some things that have brought me some joy that I hope would bring you some joy. Two, I think that some of you are like me, which is in the Christmas season, you get gifts that need to be returned, or maybe you were given a little bit of money or a gift card, and you're thinking, what actually do I want or need? What's something that could bring me a little bit of uh, delight? Well, this maybe you use your Amazon gift card on something from this. But then three, inside of this, I'm going to try to share uh, some of the wisdom behind these, and there's some great books on here. There's some opportunities for you to learn and to grow, and so perhaps some of these little uh, random best of 2022, you know, and it's not Oprah's favorite things, but it's like the Equip podcast favorite things of the year. Maybe there'd be some stuff on here that wouldn't just be a new trinket, but something that could add to your life in some way and help you to pursue faithfulness to Christ. Even if faithfulness is just cultivating some simple moments of joy in your life, I think that's a useful thing. So, without further ado, I have 14 of my favorite things from 2022 that I'm going to rapid fire at you. Whether you like them or not, that, that's not, I'm just trying to have some fun with this and share a few things that I think could bring you some delight. So here's the first one. On the 14 best things, I have enjoyed coffee in 2022. Now look, I know caffeine can be addictive, blah, 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 blah. I love coffee. I enjoy it. But in particular, I enjoy making myself a good cup of coffee. And for years, I would make it, you know, on a coffee maker like normal. And it just, you can't quite get it to taste right. Well, I've been using two personal coffee makers. One is called an AeroPress, A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S. You can make an incredible single cup of coffee. All you need is ground coffee beans and some hot water. And an AeroPress makes a delightful cup of coffee. It's awesome. If you got somebody in your life that loves coffee and they don't have one, get them one. They will love you for it. But there's a new one out. It's called a Delter, D-E-L-T-E-R, 
coffee press, a Delter coffee press. I picked one of these up at our local coffee shop, Burgies. Shout out to Burgies there. Uh, Delter coffee press. It's an Australian coffee press. And this, I could get really into this as a coffee nerd, but I'm just saying it makes an incredible cup of coffee. So an AeroPress or a Delter coffee press. What I do when I wake up in the morning, I get up, I go make, make myself a cup of coffee, and I take time to do it. It takes three to five minutes, but it helps me to just take a breath and get myself going. And I love it every morning. So on my list, first, coffee, a good coffee maker, an AeroPress or a Delta coffee press are a great way to go. Second, I have discovered tea. In particular, we had a friend who gave us a box of decaf hot cinnamon tea by Harney and Sons. Multiple people who've come over to my house this year have said, when drinking this tea, this is the best tea I've ever had in my life. And I agree. It is decaf hot cinnamon tea by Harney and Sons. It tastes kind of like a red hot. You know those candies are red hot? If you put that in as a tea, that's what it tastes like. Coffee or tea can enhance your devotions. I know that might not be in the Bible, but I think it's true. So just get some yourself some decaf hot cinnamon tea. I buy it in big bags off Amazon. Okay, third, here's one of my books of the year. Eugene Peterson's memoir, The Pastor. Eugene Peterson is the man who translated the the message version of the Bible. He's been a sage and just a pilgrim-hearted pastor and a great writer for years. And his kind of personal biography on what it means to be a pastor was so profoundly helpful to me. In particular, what Eugene Peterson said is he said, the central task of the pastor is to help people who are shaped by the kind of language and habits of the world around them to every week become aware again of God. The pastor's job is to make people aware of God. That is such a helpful perspective. In Eugene Peterson's book, The Pastor, was a beautiful, beautiful reflection on that. So if you have a pastor in your life that you love, you got a relative, or you're just interested in Eugene Peterson, have found his writings beneficial, pick that book up. So good. Okay, number four thing on my list of the 14 best things of 2022 Tim Keller, literally just the man, Tim Keller. Over the past 10, 15 years, I can't think of another theologian or writer who has influenced me more than Pastor Tim Keller from Redeemer Presbyterian Church in New York City. Pastor Keller has written many books. Um, The Prodigal God was the first book I read of Tim Keller's, and it changed my life. It changed the way I saw sin, the way I saw grace, the way I saw God's love. The Prodigal God, it is timeless. I reread it this year, and it was just so good for my soul. In particular, I've been thankful for Tim Keller this year because he's been facing a very serious bout with pancreatic cancer. And in the midst of that, has continued to write and encourage Christians. And one book that he put out recently that I think everyone should read, it's called Hope in Times of Fear. And this book in particular is grounded in Pastor Keller's reflections on the resurrection of Jesus and how that story of the resurrection gives us hope no matter what, even in times of fear. It has been a treasure for me. Tim Keller. Thank you, God, for Tim Keller. Number five favorite things is a quote, a quote that I have come back to often this year. Here it is. It's by H.L. Mencken, rather H.L. Mencken. For every complex problem, there is an answer that is clear, simple, and wrong. For every complex problem, there is an answer that is clear, simple, and wrong. 
sixth thing on my list of 14 bests of 2022, mittens with glove fingers inside of them. Just let me explain this concept. I don't know how in 40 years of life I didn't know this existed, but I didn't. And it's it's just revolutionary, guys, especially when it's cold outside. So I'm the sort of person who when it is cold out, if I put on a pair of gloves, unless they're like this obnoxiously thick, you know, giant gloves, my fingers get cold because I got long fingers. I got a big hands, okay? So how do you keep your hands warm when it's cold outside? Well, you get mittens, but mittens, they're just, they don't feel, you know, they don't hold your fingers tightly. I don't know what it is. I feel insecure with a pair of mittens on. It just, I just don't love it. There are certain types of mittens though, that inside the mitten, it's not just an open chamber where all four of your fingers are just touching each other. It's like a glove, like glove fingers inside the broader mitten casing. What a great idea. What a great idea. I especially like the ones that are yellow. The mittens are like yellow leather. I don't know why. I just like what they look like. And that made the list. Here's number seven. Get yourself a great pen and a journal. I I talked a little about my morning routine with coffee and getting up and just having some time with the Lord. So I make my coffee and then I grab my pen and my journal and my Bible and I sit down. I'll share a little about what I do with my Bible. But uh, a great pen and a journal there's something about the clarity that you get in your brain when you write your thoughts out, even if they're just bullet points. It's been helpful to me to do a bullet-pointed you know, gratitude journal, and it makes me grateful while writing the gratitude journal if I like what I'm writing in and I like what I'm writing with. So here's what I do with journals. I actually grab a journal. I change it roughly every 90 days because I kind of want to take a look at what God was teaching me that quarter of my life. So I'll use one from roughly September to the end of the year. I'll grab a new one. I'll use that probably till about the end of March. That's about how long it takes me to fill a whole journal up. I've used the moleskin, uh, you know, kind of smaller size ones. I, l- I like those plenty. I actually tend to just like any journal that has a strong cover on the outside so it doesn't rip all apart. And I like the ones that are spiral bound where the where you can kind of lay them flat when you're writing. Okay, there, that's the journal. But the pen, I'm kind of finicky about pens. So here's my top three pen recommendations. First, if you want to get into fountain pens, which I like, I love the flow of ink, the intro fountain pen to get is a Lamy Safari. L-A-M-Y, Lamy Safari. They're like 20 bucks. You can fill them with cartridges. They write great. And you don't feel too bougie about it, you know? You're not like you don't feel just pretentious carrying it around. So Lamy Safari, if you're not using those, a fine point rollerball, the best on the market, I still think the Pilot V5 rollerball. But if you want a little little thicker ink, I think the 0.7 like Pentel Energels are actually quite good too. So at this point, if you like pens, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you're just rolling your eyes. Okay, so let's move it on to the next thing. Number eight on the top 14 list. This is Bless My Soul. It's called the Daily Liturgy Podcast. So in the morning, I make my coffee. I grab my pen, generally Lamy Safari, in my journal. I sit down. Now, what do I do when I'm spending time with God? I do two things. I read quickly, like really, really fast, and I... 
read fast using the 1002 reading plan. I go fast through that so I could read with the church. But then I go really slow. I slow my heart and my soul down using something called the Daily Liturgy Podcast. It's put out by Pastor Bob Thune and the crew from Coram Deo Church out in Omaha, Nebraska. I love these guys. They're dear friends. They do wonderful work. And what it is, is their Daily Liturgy Podcast. You can literally get to this online by going to dailyliturgy.com. Okay, dailyliturgy.com. You can subscribe to the podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast, they will literally read to you a daily liturgy, which begins with a call to worship and a, a, a confession of sin, a reading from the, God's Word in the Old Testament, followed by praying the Lord's Prayer, a reading from the New Testament, followed by a prayer of adoration, then a reading from the Psalms, followed by a prayer of consecration and dedication, and they end every podcast with this reminder that we are kept every day in the love of the Father, the grace of Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit that is with us now and always. That Daily Liturgy podcast, I really like going to the website on my phone and just reading it out loud instead of having them read it to me, or I read it aloud with them, or if I need to drive somewhere, you can do it sitting down. It's really helpful sometimes to have somebody read it to you. But every day I do that, and I do my Bible reading. It takes me about 15 minutes, start to finish, and it has nourished my soul. So, Bob, if you ever hear this, thank you for that podcast. And for you, if you haven't subscribed to it, try it out. See if it helps you. It's been really helpful to me. Number nine on the list of 14 random best things from 2022 is uh, workout apps on your iPhone that make you get sweaty. Okay, so I've talked earlier on the podcast this year about the healing power of understanding that you're not just a spiritual being, you're a physical, emotional, spiritual, psychological, all of those things are like woven together into this thing that is a human being made in God's image. So attending to your physical health is not just coincidental, it is part of what it means to be a healthy whole person in Christ. Well, I figured out that uh, I needed to sweat more as I got older, that everything I ate that tasted good was going to basically add to my waistline, and I needed a tool to get me working out more regularly. And this is where actually this smartphone device in your pocket can be a help, not just a pain to you. I, I hate half the stuff on here, but hey... The, the fact that there are so many great tools on the smartphone for helping you work out has been so incredibly helpful to me. So here's the ones that I've used the most. Nike. Nike has a thing called Nike Training or Nike Run Club. They are both free and they have incredibly helpful workouts that you can do. They just tell you what to do. That way you don't have to think about it. The other one, if you're willing to pay a little bit per month, it, which this is what I do, it's the Peloton Workout Club. Now, look, don't get all judgy on me, okay? I'm just telling you, the workouts they have on this thing are incredible. They are so good. You should get the Peloton app. If you Just try it out. Get it for free for a bit. If you want something to help you get running and sweating and exercising, oh my goodness, they're so good. You have to watch out. Some of the instructors use a little, you know, adult language at times. But man, they know how to get you sweating, and it's great. Okay, number 10, favorite 14 things, book recommendation, A Grace Disguised by Jerry Sitzer. I asked myself, what, what book impacted my life the most this year? And it was that book, by far. 
the healing from trauma, the wisdom, a grace disguised by Jerry Sitzer. Absolutely incredible. Okay, number 11 on my list of books. We're going to go rapid fire, multiple books. Here's just a running list of books in life and leadership that I loved this year. The Coddling of the American Mind by Jonathan Haidt and Greg Lukanoff. If you want to understand what's happening in America and in the West today, you got to read that book. A Failure of Nerve by Edwin Friedman. It is a hard book to read. Half the time, I think, what is this guy talking about? I haven't read a book on leadership that has influenced me more in years than A Failure of Nerve, which says the central task of leadership isn't something that is boiled down to tips and techniques, but the essence of how a person is, their being, is how you lead. It was amazing. Here's another book on leadership, Leadership in Turbulent Times. It's a biography by Doris Goodwin Kearns, sketches from the lives of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, and Lyndon B. Johnson, and it, 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 along with everything, frankly, that Kearns writes, is amazing. Radical Candor by Kim Scott. This is a leadership book, again. Radical Candor, how to have compassionate honesty in how you talk with people. Profoundly helpful. I don't always live up to it, but I loved the book, found it really helpful. Then another set of books are novels. And people, novels are not a waste of your time. They're a way to grow your imagination, and you need them. Every novel, Kaim Podok, the great Jewish writer, Kaim Podok, C-H-A-I-M-P-O-T-O-K, Kaim Podok. Everything he's ever written should be read. Unbelievable. And then, All the Light We Cannot See, by Dor was, it was a book I put down, and I was so sad when I finished it. It was so incredible. All the light we cannot see. And then a final one that is really not a biography, not really a novel, but it's a book called Born to Run, about the Tarahumara uh, Indian tribe in Mexico. Amazing. Okay, every one of those books, by the way, that I mentioned, this is that those were number 11, just books. Number 12 on my list is where I found many of those books, which is the Ames Public Library Literary Grounds section. I love public libraries to begin with. I love libraries. All libraries, I like writing, I like reading. It's who I am, okay? But the public library in Ames has a section called Literary Grounds, where extra books that are donated or given are sold. The books that I listed, I bought almost all those for like two bucks a piece. If you're a book lover, your public library has these sections. They sell used books and old books. You just grab $4, walk in, and you feel like you're stealing. I feel bad every time I do it, but I know it's actually helping the library. I'm told that it's a good thing. So guys, if you have never done that, it's a great place to find a gift. It's a great place to find something to do on a Saturday. Walk in with two bucks, get an amazing book. Life is good. Okay, number 13 on my list of 14 best things from 2022. Games with friends. It has been a treasure in my life to have great friends. And sitting around the table playing a great board game, or just any game, with friends, laughter, it it just kind of helps ground you, right? So here's two that we've played this year that I've really enjoyed. One is called Jokers and Marbles, which it's way too expensive. I don't know why it costs as much as it does. But we we have a a version, or the Van Cleves have a version called Rustic and Refined, Rustic and Refined, Jokers and Marbles game. We've played that so often. It's just an easy game to play. It's kind of like a grown-up's version of Sorry, and it's just so fun. 
the so shout out to the Van Cleves and the Brosomilies who uh, who introduced us. Brosomilies, I miss Brown's face. Oh no, uh, who introduced us to that? Another one that I've actually been playing recently, really fun. It's called King Domino. King Domino. It's a four person game. Your kids can play it with you. It's like a combination of dominoes and Settlers of Catan. Really fun. Games with friends give you lighthearted moments, the chance to sit around, just appreciate each other. It's great. Number 14, final thing on my list of things from 2022, the best of. I see it every day in my office. I look at it when I record the podcast. I watch it when I'm, uh, when I'm writing sermons. It's, as I look over, I see a beautiful picture of my family, and then framed up in my office is something the Salt Company staff gave to me after I finished as the director of Salt Company several years ago. It's a frame of the lyrics to the first verse of All Glory Be to Christ. If there's a, a hymn and an anthem over my life, I want it to be All Glory Be to Christ. And so every day as I am doing my work, I read these words, should nothing of our efforts stand, no legacy survive, Unless the Lord does raise the house, in vain its builders strive. To you who boast tomorrow's gain, tell me, what is your life? A mist that vanishes at dawn, all glory be to Christ. That frame that the staff had put together, I don't know where they got it. It's like a beautiful picture frame that you can put up. It's like artwork almost in my office. Grounds me and reminds me that whatever twists and turns life has brought in the past year or in that day, my life is a mist. And at the end of my life, the greatest thing that could be said is all glory be to Christ. Our name's forgotten, his remembered. So, Oprah, eat your heart out. You got your favorite things from Oprah from years past. There's a random list of the best of 22. They're all just little gifts of grace. Wisdom from books, a fun pen or a journal to help you get your thoughts out, games to play with friends, books to read and enjoy. All of them pieces of the puzzle of grace that God has woven in my life, ways that he cared for me when I was down, lifted me up, encouraged me along the path, so that at the end of the day, I can say, by the grace of God, it's been a year that I don't want to live again. 2022 has been a rough one, friends. I know that for many of you and certainly for me. But at the end of the day, all glory be to Christ for what he has done and the gifts that he's given all through it. Hopefully there's something with a little leftover, maybe Amazon gift card that you could get from here that would be a blessing to you and a help on the path of faithfulness. God bless you all. Let's close out 2022 in gratefulness and look forward to a wonderful year of faithfulness in 2023.